Yes, ladies, y'all, welcome, welcome, welcome in, y'all. I don't know if you can feel it. I don't know if you can hear it. Y'all, there's something in this air, y'all, and I have... I'm shaking because I'm just happy and I'm excited, y'all. This week, we have a wonderful episode. I'm not going... There's no fluff at the beginning, but this song, You Fight On, by James Pinkney Jr. and the Voices of Faith, y'all, this song has had me rolling for the past couple weeks, and I heard it this morning on my way home from work, and... Y'all, the spirit has just been in me and I wanted to play it for y'all because I need the spirit to be in you. Open your ears, all who will hear. Okay, y'all, today's talk is powerful and life-changing, y'all. But it's not the prettiest message that we've ever had. It's not the prettiest talk that we've ever had. And what I've noticed now is that the not so pretty messages sometimes seem to quiet y'all. Y'all get a little afraid when we talk about the not so pretty things. But right now, at this very moment in your life, y'all, it's not a time for silence. It's a time to wake up and be loud. Okay, that song said, you fight on. Keep your sword in your hand. You fight on. It's time to wake up and be loud, y'all. This message today is a call to action, okay? So let's get into it. You cannot be a believer and tell me that the current events in this world today aren't an example of the evil that is lurking around us. You know, lots of us have this sense of hopelessness and this doom there are mass shootings. There's the whole COVID-19 pandemic. There's the innocent killings of black people at the hands of white people and police officers. There's the looting, the riots and the protests. And we are losing sight of this, I think, a little bit. But y'all, there's a huge presidential election coming up in a, in a few short months. And that's just on the world stage. That's a lot that's going on, but that's just on the world stage. We can't leave out the personal attacks that you've been facing, right? The depression and the anxiety as a result of these things. Your worry and your fear in your own personal situations, your financial setbacks, your family issues, you know, trouble in your marriage or in your relationship, lost loved ones. This time right now is a time like no other, you guys. And literally, the list could go on forever. The thing is, the thing to note is that we are living in a time that we have never seen. There's a lot of fear, worry, and anxiety. And instead of us, you know, running around with our heads cut off, I want to reassure you, sister. I want to point you in the right direction, sister. And I want to remind you of the peace and the power that is available to you. One big thing that I want you to write down, ponder, grasp it. One big thing that we need to discuss and a very important truth to your life is that Christ came to set us free. Do you believe that? Christ came to set us free, but Satan came to make the free captive. Write that down and grasp that. Christ came to set us free. Satan's goal is to keep us bound, to keep us held to that addiction, to held to our depression depression and anxiety, keep us bound to all of the negative things that are going on. Instead of us remembering that Christ died for our sins, died for that died so that we could be set free. 
So I'll say it one more time. Christ came to set us free and Satan came to make the free captive. If you can understand that concept, it'll free up a lot of things in your mind. Now, I wanted to take a look at scripture. Ephesians chapter 6, verses 10 through 18, because I really need y'all to grasp the weight of what I'm saying. Okay, this passage is powerful. And this is not one that you can just read and be done with. This is probably something you're going to want to write down in your journal or print out and put on your wall. Okay, so Ephesians chapter 6, verses 10 through 18. And it says, and I'm reading from the New International Version. Finally, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Therefore, put on the full armor of God, so that when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground, and after you have done everything, to stand. Stand firm, then, with the belt of truth buckled around your waist with the breastplate of righteousness in place, and with your feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. In addition to all this, take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God, and pray in the spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests. With this in mind, be alert and always keep on praying for all the Lord's people. Amen. Lord, please add an extra blessing to the reading of your word, Lord God. Let it penetrate the hearts of these listeners, the hearts of your children, Lord God. We are here. We are sitting at your feet. And I just pray that the message that I am about to give to your people, to your children, that it penetrate their hearts, that it reaches their minds and their souls, and that they are able to embody everything it is that you want for them. Lord God, this is my sincere and honest prayer. We love you and we praise you. Amen. Oh, my Lordy, y'all, so much realness, so much goodness in this passage. So let's just go ahead and unpack it. Number one, we're just going to break it down. I just want y'all to get the gist of what's going on here, but definitely read this in your own time. Number one, it says, put on the full armor of God and stand against the devil's schemes. So full armor, we'll talk about exactly what the full armor of God is in a minute. But basically, we're going to need to suit up. We're going to have to suit up and we need to suit up in prayer. The other thing in the beginning, it talks about the devil's schemes. The devil is so tricky, y'all. He is so sneaky. One of the biggest schemes that he uses to get to us is distraction. You know, so for example, you don't really know how to pray. So you just don't do it. You know, you get wrapped up into that. Am I doing it right? Or you feel like reading the Bible is too hard for you to understand. So you just don't do it. These kinds of tactics are devastating to our souls. When we allow them to take over, they're devastating. It's exactly what he wants. He doesn't want us to know the word of God. He doesn't want us to practice it in our daily lives. And so we have to put on our full armor and suit up against the devil's schemes. We have to be ready. 
The second thing I want to point out from this passage is that it says the struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. It's not about other people. I think we get so wrapped up in this. Well, he did that to me and that's why I don't want to associate with them. And we get wrapped up in this person to person relationship or not relationship with this person to person feud, but it's not about other people. Our struggle is against all the evil forces that exist. And there are a whole host of enemies just waiting to attack you guys. We've got to stop wasting our time hating one another, you know, feuding with each other. We've got bigger fish to fry. It's not me against you. It never has been. It's me against the evil forces. It's you against the evil forces. It's us against the evil forces as believers in Christ, okay? And the third thing that we need to talk about is what is the full armor of God? The full armor is our way to fight these spiritual attacks. And so the scripture points out seven things that make up this full armor of God. The first thing is truth. Truth is the word of God. It's knowing it and living it. The second one is righteousness through us being saved by Jesus's sacrifice on the cross. It's our salvation. And then our, our obedience to God is a part of righteousness. The third thing is peace because we know who stands behind us. We have the peace in knowing that we are backed by God almighty. Number four is faith, believing and trusting in God. Five, salvation, that's our ultimate protection that seals us in spite of our fear, in spite of temptations, in spite of pride, in spite of whatever sin or, you know, dirty thing it is that you're dealing with. Our salvation is our ultimate protection. Number six is the word of God. It's such a powerful weapon, such a powerful tool. And that's why it's so important for us to study the word and to meditate on it. Did you know that the devil knows the word of God? And he will try and use it against you in whatever situation it is. He'll try and trick you. He'll switch up, you know, what it actually says and try to manipulate your mind in that way. You have to be ready. You have to study the word and you have to meditate on it. So if he does try to attack you in that way, you already know what's up. And then number seven is prayer. Last but not least, and this is my whole message to you today, you guys, we briefly mentioned this before, but prayer, pray without ceasing because the enemy is always waiting. Prayer, y'all. One of the greatest tools at our disposal. We talked a couple weeks ago about how we lose our power, how I felt that I lost my power because I stopped praying. I frayed my connection with God because I stopped praying. I left myself open and vulnerable to the attacks of the devil. And did he attack? Oh my gosh, y'all. Yes, he attacked. He came on and I had to pull myself up out of the Hit that I was in. I had to realign myself with God. I had to get back in the word and I had to pray. We lose our power when we don't pray. The scripture tells us, you know, who we're up against. This passage tells us exactly who we're up against. And the devil doesn't want us to be praying, to be filled with and led by the spirit. He doesn't want us to walk in our calling or in our purpose. 
or to know the word of God. He's counting on you letting that depression take over your life. He's counting on you having that mental breakdown. He's counting on that hopelessness. He wants your demise, you guys. He wants nothing more than to see God's people destroyed, down and out, hopeless, not turning to God for their needs. So are you going to let him have you? That's the honest question. I had to ask myself that. I said, Camille, are you going to let the devil have you? Are you going to let the devil consume you? Sis, we got to wake up. He's ready. He is on the prowl. He is ready to attack. Are you going to let him have you? Or are you going to suit up and get on your post? This is my call to action, you guys. Get on your post. Now more than ever. We have to get up and we have to pray. Let me ask you this, and you can just think about this. But what if your situation getting better depended on your prayer? Your depression, your anxiety, your suicidal thoughts, your financial, you know, distress, all of that would be lifted off of you because of your prayer. What if it was that powerful, right? Or what if the world could be healed from the COVID pandemic? Racial injustice, the police brutality, everything going on. What if that could all be fixed just by your prayer? It's hard for us to understand. It's hard for us to grasp, but we have to believe it, sis. Believe in God Almighty who can do all things. We don't know because we don't do. We have to pray. This is a time for us as believers to stand up in our full armor of God and stand firm in his mighty power, you guys. Ephesians chapter 6 verses 10 through 18 if you are ever doubting what God has for you what God says for you read that that passage was list, uh, written by Paul in his letter to the Ephesians the church at Ephesus read that study that passage it gives you so much hope in tomorrow especially in a time when we feel so down and out so hopeless so distraught I'm telling y'all In just talking with some of you and just understanding your mindset or where you're coming from, some of you shy away from prayer because you simply just don't know how to pray. You feel like your prayer isn't good enough. You know, I remember growing up in church where we had those old mothers in the church who were prayer warriors. My great grandmother, we called her mother. She was a prayer warrior. Okay. Every family event, family um, meal, holidays, whatever it was, she would always lead us in prayer because she knew exactly what to say, exactly how to say it. And so there was always this standard of feeling like, well, I can't pray like that. So I can't pray. And that's not the truth. Okay. So that's what I want to do for y'all. This last little um, bit of the show. I want to just Offer y'all some resources because we need to fix that. Because after today, there is no excuse. There's no, I don't know how to do it. None of that. I've literally, I'm laying it out for y'all. It's going to be so easy. So the first thing I want to do is recommend a book to you called Fervent by Priscilla Shara. It's an awesome book, you guys, that discusses basically the power of consistent prayer. And not only consistent prayer, she talks about strategic prayer. And she outlines a method that helps believers pray on purpose or pray strategically, right? Her method is called the pray method. So as an added um, resource, I created a prayer journal for you guys called Pray Steadfastly. And basically, it's a guided prayer journal that guides you through purposeful prayer. 
using the same method basically outlined in fervent, the pray method. Pray stands for praise, repent, ask, and yes. And um, if you get the journal, if you read the book, it all goes into more detail about what that method actually stands for. But it's very cut and dry, straightforward. Um, the journal is available in an eight and a half by 11 size. I will be offering a half size coming up soon, but right now I only have full size, um, journals available and I have an Etsy shop called Her Soul Creates. So I'll leave the link. You guys go click the link and check it out there or just, um, type Her Soul Creates in the search bar at Etsy and you can see it there. Um, but I, I need you guys, I sincerely want for each of you to get on your post, to reignite the power of prayer. Stand firm in the power that God has given you through prayer. Father God, right now I come to you on behalf of your people. I pray that this message is reaching them, that is seeping into their souls and into their hearts, Lord God. Uplift your people. Let them know the power that is in their prayer. Help them not to be silent, especially not at a time like this. Not just on a personal level, not just on a worldly level, but we are fighting spiritual forces, Lord God, that we cannot even see, that we don't know how they are coming to us, Lord God. So we ask your protection, Lord God. We ask for prayer to to cover us, Lord. We ask for you to just continue to guide us and lead us along the way. This is my honest and my sincere prayer for the people of God, Lord God. Amen. Okay, y'all. That's it. That's all I've got for you for today. We're not doing our regular intro and outro. I want y'all to be blessed by this passage. Be blessed by the word that you have received. Be blessed by this song. Okay. I love y'all. I'm praying that your week is blessed and full of positivity. And as always, I will see you guys next week. Love y'all. Bye-bye. Bye, y'all. Be blessed.